guys. Welcome to Jammin' and Jamie's The Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Barker. You know the drill. We're sitting down with our favorite music creators, industry leaders, and we're going to find out how they got where they are, get some valuable insights into the music world. Today is our first in-person episode. <laughs> very exciting. It's very exciting. So we have one of my favorite people in the world, my dear friend, Micah Snow. Micah, say hi. Hello, everybody. And the crowd goes wild. Um, yeah. Micah is all things keys player. I don't know what your official title is. He's a session player. He's on the road. You're a band leader. You're, you have a master's degree. That is correct. Master's degree in piano. That's a thing, people. Who knew? I didn't yeah. know. I'm impressed. So we're going to jump in and just ask him all the things. Micah. <laughs> ask away. Ask away. Where are you from? How'd you get into music? Go. All right. Well, picture it. Mm. A small town called Big Sandy in West Tennessee, in Benton County, Tennessee, over in the Kentucky Lake. I started playing piano um, when I was in third grade. Oh. And the only reason why I played piano was because my cousin, who was eight days older than I am, started playing piano. Uh-huh. So uh, the world works in mysterious ways, I suppose. Isn't that funny? Um, so I started playing piano. Um, kind of took lessons from a country church piano player by the name of Betty Berry. Oh, Betty. Yeah. Thanks, Betty. Yes. I learned to read music, and then um, for years, really, I just used my music reading skills and then my ear skills. You know, I would play along with classic country records and then classic rock records, and um, really didn't take any more lessons until right before college. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, just out of curiosity, side note, what do, is one more valuable than the other learning to read music or playing by ear? Or are they just kind of apples and oranges, in your opinion? Um, I do think that being able to read music serves a pretty good purpose. Yeah. 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 It just, it helps in certain, money. certain aspects, <laughs> such as making money. Yeah. Or if you, you don't want to take time to transcribe out a part by ear. Right. Sometimes you can just find the sheet music and, and that's easier. play it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, go back on. So you said that you, right before college is when you started taking lessons again. Yeah. And it was really, I didn't always think about doing music full time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really until probably seventh or eighth grade when I just really started idolizing people like Billy Joel and Elton John. Yeah. Um, that I wanted to be on stage performing. You didn't know until seventh or eighth grade. What a late bloomer. Gosh. <laughs> and even then, I wasn't really sure what the path was to go about yeah. for making music. Did you want to be the front man back um, then? There was a brief moment when I wanted to be the front man, yeah. but um, that left pretty quickly. It was fleeting. <laughs> yeah. Just a happy lot of pressure. To be, yeah, I'm just happy to be on stage. Right? Oh. Yeah. So high school, I, I was in... Uh, this band called, um, what was it called? South Creek, I think. That's a and great name. Yeah. We were basically a glorified Leonard Skinner tribute band. I love it. So there, I think there were four guitars in that band. <laughs> and then me on keyboards and bass and drums. But uh, we played like the Big Sandy Free- Spring Festival. And, wow. Yeah, You're big time. Big stars in your hometown, big time. I bet. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, okay, then take us into college when you're... We have to hydrate. Take us into college then. What was that all about? Well, again, not really knowing what the process was to come to Nashville and make money playing music. Mm -hmm. I thought that I should get 
more education, so I went to college at Union University. I got a bachelor's of music there. I'm sorry, a bachelor of the arts with emphasis in music, piano. Yeah. And then, even then, um, I still thought I should at least get close to Nashville. Yeah. So I moved to Murfreesboro and did a graduate degree in piano there from 2011 to 2013. And um, that's really when I really started making relationships in Nashville. Yeah. I joined a wedding band. And um, I kind of credit that wedding band for being the source of my initial contacts and yeah. gigs in Nashville. So Really? I think I played my first CMA Fest gig, not like on an official stage, but yeah. on Broadway during, yeah. during CMA Fest in 2013. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay, so then how did you meet the wedding band? How did that come about? Because I think this is so important for anybody... Who's listening or watching and thinks they want to maybe be a player in Nashville? That's the hardest part, I think, is just making those initial contacts. Yeah. So I answered an ad on Craigslist, I believe. It was either Craigslist or the like the Nashville Gig Finder page. Something Facebook related. Love it. And went and did an audition at um, Belmont and got the job. And um, do you remember the audition? Uh, vaguely, it was in, for those of you familiar with Belmont, it was in, I think, MPA 15. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember what I played. You must have done a good job. Well, I guess I, yeah. I did halfway yeah. decent. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're in Nashville, Murfreesboro. That's Nashville. Mm-hmm. Okay. I live in I moved to, I ended up moving to Nashville in, in June of 2015. Nashville or Murfreesboro? Nashville. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, outskirts don't count with Micah. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> <laughs> He's so mad I live in Hendersonville. It's so far. Um, what was I saying? So, with that <laughs> wedding band. The wedding band. Yeah. Um, met a lot of great people, some who are lifelong friends. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, once you get to know people that way, they start calling you for other gigs right. and you get other opportunities. And it just kind of spirals. Everything just kind of blossomed from there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... How do you think, if you had a piece of advice for somebody moving to Nashville, wants to be a player? Mm-hmm. Craigslist, <laughs> still? Well, no, what the, do you think? the important thing I've realized now is to <laughs> just make the move to town and start meeting people. Just go out. Yeah. You can either, you can start, you know, by going down to Broadway. Yeah. And Unavoidable. asking people if, you know, hey, could I sit in on a song? Yeah. Or, you know, you... you Ask people to coffee or to lunch. Yeah. And, um, you know, just keep your ears open for various opportunities. I think fortunately and unfortunately, you never know in this town where anything's going to lead. So you just can't afford to say no to anything. Early on, that is the case. Yeah. Right? Because you, you'll end up playing some shitty gigs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Which we all have done. We've all done it. Yeah. Yeah. I think my, I mean, I went back and forth for a really long time, but I think my first. I think I was only here like a week and I went down to Broadway mm-hmm. and I, I got, and this had never happened before, but I got, I got called up to, to sing my church, Marin Morris song. Yeah. And, um, I don't think anything came out of it, but that was my first time playing Broadway and I was really excited that I did it. So there you go. Yeah. Um, okay. So what's next then? So you, uh, you're in the wedding band and you're yeah. making connections. Making connections that way. Um, what was like the first bigger show that you, that you were excited about, do you think? 
Um, let me think back. Think this is still back. We'll, play, we'll play like a dream. It's sequence. been many years. Yeah. Um, I guess the really the first big gig I had was um, I did this audition to be a part of Dan Tominsky's Oh yeah. Um, pop country project. That's awesome. Um, oh and gosh. got that gig and you know played with him for several months. We got to do several national TV shows. That's so cool. Yeah. And was, then does your family get the music thing? Like, do you call your family when something cool happens? Um, yes, but both sides of my family are musically inclined. Wait, how do we skip over that? Okay, <laughs> go back know. to your childhood. Tell us about yeah. your family. Well, so on my mom's side, um, you know, lots of church music. Yeah. I grew up playing in church. Uh, on my dad's side, my dad uh, played drums, although I never, never got to, he never, I never got to hear him play in person. Aww. I have a recording of him playing when he was in school in the early 70s. Oh. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you have But that. his That's side cool. of the family, uh, his uncle and cousin were on the Kentucky Opry. Wow. My great un- uh, uncle was, you know, Royalty. I think a band leader on the Kentucky Opry for many years. So. I had no idea. That's so cool. Yeah. It runs in the blood. Uh, apparently. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so sorry. We're back to Dan Siminski. You, you got a cool gig. Call mm-hmm. your parents, and they're like, well, that's so cool. Um, what about after that? I mean, so tell us about, like, life on the road, any funny stories. You know, what is that like, and, and do you prefer road life or, like, session life? Um, so from Dan Siminski, I went to Maggie Rose and Ooh. played with her for several months on a spring tour. Um, a lot of fun road times on that gig. I bet. Um, well, She's both awesome. both bands. Um, you know, just really good people, very mm-hmm. talented people. Um, and let's see, for Maggie Rose, we gosh, there were a lot of other gigs in between there. You know, not mm-hmm. you know, not top tier artists, but yeah. Um, and then we come to Mitch Rosell. Yeah. Yeah. Big Mitch fan. Yeah, which I'm cur- currently <laughs> with. Great songwriter, great singer. I think he's got a lot of things. Uh, yeah, I mean, got a lot of things going for him. He, he yeah, absolutely. He's written a lot of Garth number one hits. If you guys don't know who he is, he also yeah. was just on America's Got Talent. Yes, and, a couple weeks ago. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's awesome. What has that been like? Oh, with Mitch? I love working with him and that yeah. band. Yeah, we're the best of friends, and we joke and cut up, and but we make good music and yeah. Um, it's not always very glamorous, you know. <laughs> I was gonna. I was waiting weeks, to see if you ago, went there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a few weeks ago, we played to thirty people in this very dank club in Birmingham, Alabama. <laughs> but thirty people showed yeah. up. But on that same, then following weekend, you know, we played to six hundred in Ohio. So isn't that crazy? You folks can can see the ups and downs of the music business, especially when you're working with a independent artist. Right. I mean, I don't know many people that are more hardworking than Mitch. He's very hardworking. Very yeah. hardworking. And I think you can also get behind the scenes on their Instagram stories every now and then. Absolutely. There's, I've seen them shoving lots of stuff into a small car. Oh, yeah. We play Tetris <laughs> with, with the van, if we're in a van. Yeah, if you're lucky I, enough I, I, to I hear we may be in a tour bus for some things in the fall, though, <gasps> so that... Moving that will be on. a definite upgrade. Okay, we'll me, see. Me personally, I like flying to gigs, but listen, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm privileged. Don't get yeah, don't yeah. get too big for your britches there, yeah. okay, buddy. <laughs> also, I will say with Mitch, this is another thing. I never thought I'd fly on a private jet. Did you but, fly on but private? I've, I've done that now twice with Mitch Stop. Rosell. Yeah, 
Bougie. Yeah. All right. We're going to have to have Mitch back on here and get the, get the skinny. Because he was yeah. one of the first people we had in 2020 on the virtual thing. Mm. So we're going to be like, hey, Mitch, listen, take us on your private we need an jet. Up, update, yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, you've played the Opry. That is correct. And actually, we'll be on there tomorrow night again, again. with um, Charles Eston, who That's is another bigger artist I started working with in 2017. Tell us about that. Um, Chip, uh, Chip is a great person. He's yeah. so nice. Yeah. Takes great care of the band. Um, talented. He's a talented songwriter. Yeah. And a great entertainer. Yeah. Yeah. So he does, you know, folks know that he's an actor. You've seen him on The Office and the Whose Office. Line Is It Anyway, Nashville, and then most recently on Outer Banks. Wow. Yeah. Tell us about playing on the Opry. Well, it's, were you excited? Does this mean anything? I mean, you're Kentucky Opry royalty, so does this? Mean oh, I never to was you? on the Kentucky Opry, so <laughs> to be on the Granville Opry is very special. Yeah. I know the first time I played there with Maggie Rose, I was so nervous and were I was you? freaked out. Oh. And it was so it was so exciting. But even now, I think I'm on my fifth or sixth time playing. No big deal. Um, which to me, it's special every time. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Have you done the Ryman? I haven't played the Ryman yet, Not so yet. the year. Ryman, the Ryman, and um, Bridgestone Arena are the two um, venues in town that I would love to play that I haven't. I'm sure it'll be soon. Especially, I feel like there's like a month, or is it more than a month in December where like the Opry goes to the Ryman? I think yeah, I think that's in the winter months, like December and January. Yeah. So maybe something will pop up. That's then. what I'm thinking. That's what yeah. we're manifesting right now. We are now. manifesting it right now. Okay. So um, forgive me. I'm jump. I'm gonna jump around a little that's bit. That's okay. But can you talk to me about unions? Because I feel like it's a thing of the past. I grew up kind of around music, so I heard a lot of of union talk. I don't hear it anymore. I'm not a session player. I don't know. Tell us what they are. Pros and cons. All the all the things. Well, I am not a member of the Nashville Musicians Union because I don't do a lot of studio recording. Okay. If um, Now, there are benefits. Um, I think they can provide you health insurance, and Dave Pomeroy is a great advocate mm-hmm. for the musicians here in town, even for those who play on Broadway. Mm-hmm. He's tried to make a lot of reforms down there to, you know, some some success, but yeah. sometimes it's, it's hard it's to... Uh, to rattle old cages. So, sure. Yeah. Um, I think it would be wise to join the union if you are of that caliber to where you're doing, you know, master level studio recording day in and day out. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like you're not the first person I've talked to who's who's not. So I just kind of wondered mm-hmm. if it was if it was a thing of the past or if it was still Viable. Um, talk to me about having a website and social media as somebody who's not a front man. Well. Um, important, not important. I may not be the best person to ask about that <laughs> because I don't have a website. I just have, you know, my Facebook page, personal Facebook page, and yeah. then my personal But I'm interested to get a lot of Instagram people's take page. on this because yeah. you, if you don't need it, you personally don't need it, then. I haven't, I mean, I'm. I probably have just been lucky in that. <laughs> I don't think you're lucky. Um, I haven't really needed that that much. Um, Thus far, yeah. And I also, <laughs> so many people take a lot of time just to post a lot of content on social media. I've never <laughs> had to do that. Yeah. I, I think that may be in part because I'm not a front man or a front woman. 
Um, no I'm, pressure. I'm not trying to make it as an artist. Yeah. But I, sometimes I do feel that I probably could get more gigs if I posted more content of me playing. I don't know. There's always something more we could be doing, yeah. though. I didn't ask the question to stress you out. No. I just was curious. I just have little patience to do stuff like that. I get that. I mm-hmm. really do. I really do. I think if it's something that you, you can do and you want to do it, then sure. But yeah, don't put pressure on yourself because at the end of the day, I think it's all about networking, however you get it done. So, you know, you've yeah. always been, I think the first time I met you was at Jammies, I think. I believe it was, yes, yeah. when it was over at Live Oak. What? Or maybe it was even before that. It was before it was called Live Oak. Li- is that right? Live Oak? It's Live Oak now. It was. We were at Frisky Frogs for a long time, which is now okay. Live Oak. But yeah. I think I even met you before that when we were at South. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. It's okay. I do, South. You yeah. remember South? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. what a That's another conversation. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my point is Micah was out making the rounds, and that's where we met, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I think you're right. Yeah. That was all pre-pandemic, and things have, it seems things have changed then. It's weird. Everything's <laughs> weird. It's fine. Um, can I ask, how would one figure out how much to charge for what you do? Like somebody brand new just got to town. How do you decide mm-hmm. how much to charge somebody? Uh, Depends charge. how desperate you are, I well, guess. <laughs> I, I think when you're starting out, you want to be cognizant that you are new to town, And unless you're coming from, you know, a major successful background in Los Angeles or New York City, you probably want to adjust your pay scale accordingly. So not not to um, disparage your own talent, but just to allow you to kind of get in the, the, I guess, whatever you call it. You got to (laughs) build up your your resume and... Pay your dues a little bit, mm-hmm. but you also got to pay your bills. I understand, so I just wanted yeah. your take on that. So that's a tough, that's a tough thing. And back to the, de- you know, to degrees. Like if you've, I feel like me as someone who has a master's degree, for certain things I can charge more Absolutely. just because I have that. You're a master. Paper that tells me I have some level of expertise. What made you decide to get your master's? Um, it was a. I wanted to really well. I think I still, at that point, just didn't know, like, how do I be a full-time musician in Nashville? So, yeah. so you thought it would just give you a leg up? Yeah. Do you think it I, w- I wanted to, to do that to get closer and just to further my piano study. Yeah. And I'm sure it's worked, too, because you're right, just like you just said, just being able to say that you have a master's has probably probably helped. It has. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, you would say so. Especially when you deal with... Um, like, for instance, I work at Belmont University Yeah. when they're in session, and having the master's allows me to charge 40 bucks an hour. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Tell us about that. What is it like teaching, being on the other side of... Um, well, so what I do there is um, play for students, who, vocal students, mm-hmm. um, mostly classical, but there are some commercial students and musical theater students I play for. And um, so I go into their their vocal lesson with their professor and scales. That was me um, playing scales. By the so way. I we're usually just there's no time to do a warm up. So okay. they, they are straight into the music that they have, and oh, gotcha. we we start right into it. Wow. Yeah. Does that stress you out? No. Can you see yourself ever doing anything outside of? Um, I was gonna say country music, but you don't just play country music. No. So anything outside of Nashville, though, like Broadway. Or L.A. or anything like that? Um, Are you pretty happy here? 
I'm pretty happy here. Yeah. 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 Well, you're Tennessee born and raised also, so mm. it's hard to shake it. It's not. I've not been to Los Angeles, but I've been to New York City, and never, I, like, I like New York City a lot. Really? Uh-huh. I could see you have a New York vibe. I mean, actually, wait, I've never been to New York, but you still have a New York vibe from the movies. But I, you know, New York's major scene there is, you know, um, Broadway in terms of Theater, Broadway musicals, yeah. and the thought of playing the same musical day in and day out for six months is not appealing to me at all. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, I enjoy the freedom that Nashville provides. What is your favorite kind of music to listen to and to play? Um, so both to listen to and to play. I, it's classic 90s country and classic rock. Like who? Name some of your favorite artists. Well, as you know, in the classic country <laughs> realm, Ronnie Millsap, Glenn Campbell, Alabama, um, Conway Twitty. In the 90s, Alan Jackson, George Strait, Garth Brooks, yeah. Trisha Yearwood. All the classics. Classic rock, um, Billy Joel, Elton John, Bruce Springsteen, U2. Oh, I love it. Sticks. Tell us about your Billy Joel, Elton John show that you do. Yeah, so myself and my friend Chris Smallwood, who I met, at he's a fellow um, um, worker at Belmont, fellow piano player there. Look at that networking. Yeah, so we, we formed this band in 2015. Has it been that long? It has, wow. yeah. Wow. And we initially played, we started out small playing at a spot here in town called The Sutler. R.I.P. The Sutler. Gosh. Yeah. Uh, and then we, you know, we got, we just decided, you know, we're going to try this at Third and Lindsley. So, I was able to get in touch with Ron Bryce, who owns Third and Lindsley. And, um, yeah, we've been playing there since 2017. Take us to your first show at Third and Lindsley. Were you nervous? I wish I could remember. Really? You don't remember? No. Well, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it wasn't, maybe it wasn't bad then. But, I mean, that's a big room. For a Nashville artist to play Third and Lindsley, it's a little daunting. It's a lot of tickets to sell. It is, but I can say proudly that we have sold out that room multiple times. Okay, wait, hold on. I don't want to be a jerk, but is it you or is it because you're playing everybody's favorite songs? <laughs> I think it's because we're playing everybody's favorite songs. Okay, touche, I mean, touche. Nobody's coming to see me. No, that's play. not true. No, I feel bad after all these years. I yeah. still have never, I've yeah. never been well, to a show. This, I this Friday, to. June thirtieth at Third and Lindsley, we will be playing. We I just, can't remember what I'm doing. I'm usually playing, guys. That's my excuse. I don't mean it, but yeah. One of these days, maybe this Friday. Yeah, and I mean, we've had several great shows there. We played at City Winery several times. Yeah. Um, just played down at the Mule House in Columbia. Isn't that place great? It's great. Oh, it's beautiful talk, venue. Talk about a drive. Okay, that, that place is far. It is a bit of a drive. You were yeah. complaining about Hendersonville. <laughs> no, they're worse. But from Hendersonville to Mule House was... That's a hell of a drive. It was a drive, but beautiful spot. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Okay, tell us, is there anything on your... You said Nashville. You want to play like Bridgestone, the Ryman. Mm-hmm. What else do you want to do? What else is on your bucket list? Well, it would be, you know, just an artist who can, in terms of artists that I would love to play with. Yeah, sure. Um, well, I mean, are we being realistic or not? Well, I'll just they have out to be dream. alive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> they have to be alive. Um. No, don't be realistic. As long as they're living. Yeah, I mean, I would love to play with any of those people that I mentioned a couple of minutes ago. Oh, well, then plenty of them are alive yeah. and kicking. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe you'll get to play with Garth. I mean, you kind of... 
have a Garth connection. You never know. You, you never know. know. That's true. That's, that's one thing. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. The whole networking thing is kind of wild. Um, okay. So you'd love to play with any of those people. Anything else that you want to do? Like in well, your life? Ideally, Mitch would become a superstar. Yes. So much pressure Will. on him. You better Will. do it. You better do it. We're counting on you. Um, then and, we open you know, for you. And then we'd be able to play various arenas and, yeah. you know, baseball parks and places like Red Rocks. And yeah. I think that's really, yeah, that's my goal. Yeah. Just to play those bigger venues. Would you write a book one day on all, spill all the tea <laughs> on all of your, all the celebrity artists that you've worked with? I mean, I might, I might could write a memoir someday. I like that. It depends on how many NDAs I would have to sign. <laughs> A Micah memoir. That's what you should title it. You're welcome. I like that. Yeah. Well, okay. Any, I feel like this went really quickly. Everything I wanted to ask you, we kind of flew through. Like, oh, is really? there anything that we haven't touched on? Any advice that you'd, you'd give your younger self on coming to town and being a session player? And Well, to the newer musicians in town, when you come here, you know, just be diligent about meeting people. Yeah. Be respectful. Be respectful of people's time. Don't come to a rehearsal Ugh. without knowing the songs backwards and forwards. Yeah. A rehearsal is not the time to, to work out notes of a song or chords. A rehearsal say, is the time to play the songs and get them arranged and performed like what you want. Rehearsal isn't practice. Rehearsal no. is perfecting. Yes. Is that right? I think that's a good phrase. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty good advice. Mm-hmm. Have you made any boo-boos? Have I made boo-boos in the past? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? He's the one to tell us his boo-boos. I mean, <laughs> you know, nothing major, thankfully. Yeah, but just little things. Mm-hmm. You live and you learn. It's true. Mm-hmm. I've definitely done that. Was well, there anything else we haven't touched on? This went by way too fast. It did. You know, I don't, Oh, my gosh. I don't think so. Oh, my gosh. I thought we were going to be sitting here like an hour or two. How long have we been here? I don't even know. Okay. Well, Well, I think that's pretty much it. Okay. Well, maybe if we think of more, we'll do a part two. There's always room for a part two. There's always room for a part two. Well, thanks for being here. Yeah, it's been my pleasure. If there's anything we didn't cover also, let us know. And you can uh, check me out um, on Instagram at Micah Snow Piano. He is on Instagram. I am. It's Do you probably, have a website? We talked. You don't have. I don't no have a official website. website, but you can find him on Instagram. Yeah, and I'm just gonna speak on his behalf. Shoot him a DM if there's something that we didn't ask. That's exactly right. See? I'll be happy to answer any questions. He's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we'll do this again. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Hi. Thanks for having me. This was fun. The first yeah. one in person too. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See you guys later. Thank you. Adios. Mm-hmm.